bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And it's Misogynist of the Week. And uh, you know what? Let's cut through the bullshit. Our misogynist for this week is Sheila Cops. Because <laughs> Sheila's a cop. <laughs> She's the fucking worst. So um, the SNC-Lavalin affair in Canada has shown just how out of touch older liberal politicians are with, with Sheila Cops' Twitter feed being the best example. So for those who don't know, quick... Who is Sheila Cops background her? So I search on her website and this is from her, her website. It reads, the Honorable Sheila Cops, known as one of Canada's foremost female politicians, has been a prominent figure in Canadian public life for almost 35 years. Known for being feisty and tough, she was born and raised in Hamilton, Ontario. Sheila entered politics in 1981. Oh, she would have been perfect for the PM series. <laughs> they by, didn't invite her, did they? By becoming the first liberal in over 50 years to represent the provincial riding of Hamilton Center. In 1984, she was elected Member of Parliament for the riding of Hamilton East and was re-elected in five successive elections. Sheila was the first woman to ever hold the position of Deputy Prime Minister and served for 10 years in the federal cabinet, both as Minister of the Environment and Minister of Canadian Heritage. From her work on diversity and inclusion, to protection of the environment, to, prote- to support for young Canadians and women, Sheila has had a storied career and left an indelible mark on Canadian public policy. But... As we're increasingly learning whether in Canada or the U.S., older liberals and Democrats often hold misguided views. So uh, during the SNC-Lavalin thing, Sheila Copps has decided to take to Twitter and share some of her thoughts. Um, none of them are good. Um, so misguided is a very generous term. <laughs> it's very it, generous. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay let's yeah. cut th- can we cut through the bullshit now and just say that sheila cox is fucking racist and misogynist as fuck i mean yes. holy shit so so for example <laughs> um you know in response to um the allegation that jody wilson raybould wasn't willing to save nine thousand jobs in quebec um someone tweeted or sorry uh sheila cox tweeted that basically that well, if uh, 9,000 indigenous jobs were at stake, then Wilson-Raybould absolutely would have rethought her position because, listen, they're Aboriginal people and she would stand by them and basically fuck people in Quebec, I guess. And of course, you know, people thought this was outrageous. And in response to one criticism of this, she tweets, quote, of course, SNC-Lavalin employs indigenous people across Canada with thousands of jobs at stake. The former minister should have consulted colleagues before deciding that she could not risk a second opinion from the former Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin. Listening to others helps. Sure. Um, this is coming from Sheila Copps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Let's see. Um, she also said that Wilson Raybould would have looked for legal solutions if 9,000 Aboriginal jobs were at stake. She would have been opening to listen to other people 
in that scenario. Cool. I'm sorry. I just looked up Sheila Cop. Like I just typed in Sheila Cops on the Twitter search, and the first one was racist. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it said Sheila Cops racist, yes. and I was just like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not talking out of turn here. Um. So, um. Basically, our fucking worst fave on Twitter, Jonathan K, tweeted something like, "It's like the liberals went from quote I believe every woman to." quote put a sock in it bitch in about four seconds flat to, to which sheila cops responded hey jonathan i'm surprised at you two people do not a caucus make trudeau has not said bitch to ev- anyone even though it may apply Fuck my the God. feminist rumblings from the media are certainly questionable who is more feminist than trudeau andrew Shear? and uh of course you know a great one Jody Wilson Raybould's, you know, comms people put out a tweet on her account that talked about International Women's Day, which Sheila Cops quote tweeted and said, tried to tweet you directly, but your account won't allow it. Why do you want to run for a party in which you have lost the confidence of the leader? Makes no sense. And I wanted to ask you directly, but apparently you don't take direct messages. She all yeah, she's also been calling for her to be kicked out of um the caucus altogether. My favorite is she messages Jody Wilson Raybolt's account and says, What's your end game? Do you really think that trashing Trudeau will advance the Aboriginal agenda? Andrew Shear is now your best friend, and to pull the constituency in is unconscionable. Wake up, do n- do the honorable thing and resign from caucus. Sheila Cops. Oh is outrageous also as everyone's pointed out she writes aboriginal with the lowercase a which is just uh some people i think there has been a couple where it's been capitalized but yeah no in that one it's it's not capitalized and then when people have replied to her being like one you're being racist and disrespectful to like whatever and she's like why are you attacking my grammar do you not have anything substantive to say wait 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 i will Mm -hmm. uh, let me weigh Mm -hmm. into this so you know that politics of grammar book i was like i was like oh i read this book and it was great and blah 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 blah. okay so um i'm i read a book called the politics of design and in it it talks about um some of the design sort of aspects that reflect uh, supremacy, basically. And one of them is that w- in language, white is capitalized and black Indian at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything else was not capitalized to show supremacy. So mm-hmm. that is deliberate. And it is to show that aboriginal people or indigenous people actually are less than so it's not something that somebody made up and came out you know some social justice warrior or whatever which i don't mind that title i'm like yes i am a warrior Mm -hmm. i'm more than you you fuck Mm -hmm. anyway um that's a thing that's my point yeah, and so like Sheila Cops's big argument is that like, well, if Jody Wilson Raybould really cared about speaking her truth, she'd just hold a p- press conference and tell everyone what she thought and what happened mm-hmm. and be truthful, which like more or less is what she did when she went to the Justice Committee. Yeah. Also, she is still bound by solicitor-client privilege to mm-hmm. a degree. 
Um, we don't know where that begins and ends. Um, but like, you know, Sheila Comps not being a legal scholar or a lawyer or a I don't, scholar. I don't know that she should really be the one saying whether or not or where uh, the former attorney general should be speaking. Here's my other problem is that she's using these fear tactics to bully people into voting liberal to say, and there are a lot of liberal operatives that are doing that. Do not take the bait. Okay. Because if we do not hold the liberals accountable, what right do we have to hold the conservatives accountable when they come in, in, into power? And that is, that's the material point at the end of the day uh you vote on now me personally i'm gonna vote locally which means that i'm gonna that's what i did last time yeah that's what i did last time too vote locally vote for your mp who you feel will serve your area or your riding the best that's the way we're supposed to vote We're not supposed to vote for a party. We're not supposed to vote for a leader. We're supposed to vote for a representative, our representative from our riding. And the majority of those representatives form the ruling party. Like that's how it's supposed to work. So this liberal politicking that we need to, we need to be beholden to a party who has, to be honest, been less than beholden to us is bullshit. And it's just a fear tactic that the liberals are using to get you to vote for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one of the other things Chilikovs tweeted about was this idea that, you know, Jody Wilson-Raybould could have done more if she had taken up the offer of the PM in doing the Indigenous Services portfolio as, as a minister. Um, and And that's another thing that's been floating around a great deal. This idea that um, and I think at one point it's, it was maybe even Sheila Copps who originated the, uh, you know, Jody Wilson, Ray both could have been them like Nelson Mandela of Canada or some shit, <laughs> which is like just wild and, and, and That's just so like insulting. wildly ignorant of like how, what, like what one, the like indigenous services is really about like everyone, you know, there's all this speculation that, you know, she had been the minister. She could have dismantled the Indian act. Ask anyone. It's, it's, there's no How? appetite to dismantle the Indian How? Act. It doesn't come from the Indigenous Services Minister. The Indigenous Services Minister's role is to administer facets of the Indian Act in terms of the f- services that are g- granted through the Act. So it's administering the Act. It's not about dismantling the Act. Frankly, the only person who could dismantle the Indian Act probably is the mi- Attorney General and uh, and the PM. And like the a- and and there's no appetite to do that from the Prime Minister's office. There's been no meaningful conversation uh, about it in any uh real real way um a lot of legal scholars think it's it's very difficult to do it'll take a long time to do it, it it's that hard doesn't to mean achieve it's that. not worth doing it's not not worth doing but it's not coming on the shoulders of the one, one woman. aboriginal woman yes who's going to be the indigenous services minister the day-to-day work of that job is literally just to administer the act and the act itself has been it, it is extremely discriminatory in the way that it's drafted yeah. around yeah. whether it's just maternal lineage all these other sort of facets and and who's included and who's excluded and and the services themselves and everything being subordinate to it and, and the paternalistic way in which the act allows the federal government to oversee First Nations and all this sort of stuff. It is not has nothing at all to do with dismantling 
the system. And in fact, if that's what we were talking about, I guarantee you Shilikovs would not be for it. If we were talking about the like emancipate, like <coughs> emancipating people from the Indian Act and like doing away with it and allowing a true nation to nation dialogue between First Nations and not just First Nations, but all indigenous people, not just aboriginals, which is who's governed by the mm-hmm. Indian Act. That'd be a very different conversation. Clearly, the liberals don't want to have that conversation. And I guarantee you, Shilikovs would not be for it. So it's just like a completely one, either ignorant or deliberately manipulative conversation for her to say that Sheila, uh, sorry, for her to say that Jody Wilson-Raybould um, is shirking her responsibility and could have all done all of this. And again, is whiny and ungrateful as we said in the the pod this week, like that's what all of this comes down to. And you can see the vitriol and everything that Sheila Cops is saying is, you know, if you believe in our party, you would stand by us. And if not, get the fuck out because you clearly aren't one of us. And it's, again, all of this call to personality. How is that not tribalism and identity politics? Totally. It's a it's a it's a certain kind of identity politics, which we seem to have allowed to be like legitimized in this country. Partisanship, which is which is total, totally bullshit and bunk. And she also went after MP Selena as well when she announced that she was leaving. Well, she called she called she called women. She called the women who laughed bitches that's what she is implying in her tweet absolutely mm-hmm. she's like not shy from that for sure you know and i don't know why people trot her out for women's issues if she's just running around calling women of color bitches like what the fuck is my question how is that how is that eh, you know we'll sweep it under the rug like fuck that shit you're telling me that she see the other thing too is i have a question is it possible to have reconciliation and the Indian Act as is. I don't think it's possible at all. No, I would. I agree with you. I think re- reconciliation, the way that it is being spoken about now, is all centered on maintaining the white settler state in its current configuration in a way that allows people to absolve themselves consciously and morally from the sins of the past on their own terms. It's not a genuine effort at giving power, relinquishing any power to First Nations, Métis, or Inuit people in any real way. It is all about just sort of creating a new period of history and time so that, they, so that people can wash their hands clean. Like that was, but the but past, it's not about any structural yeah. change, yeah, or any or any like no one is talking about giving back land. No one is talking about re- like you know reparations. Rest- reparations. No one is talking about like you know what I mean. It's not. It's not at all. It has nothing to do with that. Heard no one about reparations. To be no, honest. and it's all about hollow apologies. I mean, I think there's some value in in the Inuit apo- the apology to the in a Callaway that Trudeau yeah. made on Friday, like there's a significance to that, but it has to be followed by so many other yeah. acts. And when you have the federal government, as I said, again, you know, kind of going against the um, uh, child, like child welfare, you know, uh, decisions that they lost time and again in federal, you know, starting from the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal through to the federal courts on funding for First Nations children mm-hmm. and disparate and a lack of funding and keep refusing to pay out even though they keep losing and they keep getting orders for damages against them. Um, you know, I think that is that tells you all you need to know about d- sincerely where where their heart is at. If you can't do, muster just even paying equal amounts of benefits for children on and off reserve, it's 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 fucked, right? I agree. Um, I agree. It's wild. So then. Okay, so given that that's the case, 
what what that means is that the you know Trudeau keeps saying how important um, reconciliation is to this government, but let's review the recent actions this government has or hasn't taken. Number one, they offered a fur. Um, you know, the position of minister of what is it? Indian, uh, indigenous affairs to indigenous services, indigenous services to a woman that does not believe in the Indian act. So like, to me, that's a fucking insult. Yeah. So what that, you know what that is? That's fucking, they're offering her an overseer position on the plantation. That's exactly what that Ooh. is. Like, Ooh. think about it. She could work in the house. Is what in that, yeah. Oh, well, you can work in the house now. It's like, really? What the fuck is that? And on top of that, like, it just goes to show that if they're not willing to look at the Indian Act, all of this shit is performative. Mm-hmm. It is all, the feminism is performative. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they did nothing. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is they're is that, doing it from their perspective for their for their white agenda. Let's talk about that. And for their reelection. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that youth vote is still an important vote to them. What what I find really striking is that you know, Trudeau uh, frankly, just shy of weaponized white tears at his press conference. Yes. Talking about how... The last one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of them. I mean, throughout. But yeah, the last one. Uh, no, I'm not making an apology. Oh, do you mean the Inuit apology I'm making later today? Oh, my God. It's disgusting. But aside from that, um, you know, he did He did say, uh, I, you know, I regret not coming out to, um, you know, admonish or, or to speak against some of the comments that were being said about Jody Wilson-Raybould at the beginning of the scandal. I, I should have come out and, and spoken against what people were saying against the Whisper campaign that we've talked about. Um, and yet, shockingly, PMO and everyone around them, very silent about Sheila Copps. Very. No one is stepping up to rein her in or speak against her, and even in a quiet like way, let mm-hmm. alone like you know publicly doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone come collect grandma off the phone. Yeah. 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 We need. Yeah. Although, although Twitter is saying that, you know, uh, her Twitter account has been, Sheila Cops' Twitter account has been pretty much silent over the past 36 hours. Sure. But that's different and apart from what Trudeau said, which is I should have come out and said something against the people who were, you know, against those allegations. So now is his turn. Now is his turn. (laughs) What kind of person are you? Because really right now we're seeing what this PM is made of. He's going to sweep it under the rug and pretend it didn't happen. Like, let's be real. He's going to be silent about it. He's going to be like, oh, what are you talking about? Why isn't, why the fuck is nobody like raking shit? Like, I don't understand. He's going to do the thing Paul Ryan did before when he was still Speaker of the House Mm -hmm. about Trump's tweets when Trump was tweeting racist and sexist shit and like making policy on the fly when reporters would ask Paul Ryan in the halls of Congress what they thought about it. He'd be like, I I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't read the tweets. I didn't read the tweets. Obviously, he's read the fucking tweets. Because these ones, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I mean, the house is They're out. all, to be honest, they're all tripping over themselves to ask the PM the same fucking question. How many times did I hear the same damn question asked? 
Yeah. I'm like who? What? And then there was the only the one reporter who was like, "Well, are you gonna apologize?" Yeah, I love that. The second I laughed died. so hard. So why did it take that long? Yeah, um, it's funny because like the liberals are doing this whole like performative reconciliation thing. They are all um, performative. Meanwhile, like the majority of Canadians support the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and like their recommendations. So I don't see what the problem is. I mean, aside from the fact that it's like, have you not have you noticed support, what a, he's tried to implement from the Truth and Reconciliation? Nothing. Like basically all the window dressing shit. Yeah. Let's have a day and let's apologize. Let's apologize. Where the fuck is the where? Yeah. Where's the, the systemic policy? changes? Where the systemic? For yes, sure. exactly. And that's my problem. And it's the same approach they took with this gender, this gender equality, is that they took the lowest hanging fruit. They put up women. Uh, you know what? If Selena wasn't good at her <laughs> job, if Jody Wilson Raybo wasn't good at her job, if jo- Jane Philpott apparently doesn't know her own mind to make her own decision, and mm. they're so bad then why are the worst of the, like, why is the D team still there? Mm. Like, that's my question. You want to talk about the importance of reconciliation? You put fucking Seamus or Reagan in that spot. Are you kidding? You really (laughs) don't give a shit Mm -hmm. because he can't hack it. Mm -hmm. And his little stupid tweets about, Oh, I know that we are, we are bound to blah, blah, blah. Like, like, like get the fuck that pablum out of my, get it out. And the thing is, is that, I what you choose to uplift and who you choose to uplift matters. It is it's a signal. Right. And to find that you're telling me that Jody Wilson Rabel, those three women were so bad. Yet Catherine McKenna is what? Wonderful. I mean, it depends on where you live. Where, where is she doing great? I'd like to know. Listen, I have friends in B.C. who think she's great. Or assume she's great. Assume. Because I've had friends say to me, oh, well, it's pretty soon it's going to be Christian Freeland and Catherine McKenna who are going to be the ones like denouncing and step and resigning from caucus. No, and they I, won't. And I laugh in their faces. No, they won't. Laugh. Okay. Because uh, Catherine McKenna is the MP here and I'm like not impressed. Catherine McKenna is vulnerable and she knows that she needs to stick to the party. Yes. Yes, Chrystia Freeland is just wait, biding her She's time so she can line. be the so yeah. she can be yeah, the next yeah, yeah. prime minister. If I were Chrystia Freeland, I wouldn't rock the boat either because I'm like <laughs> I just wait. Yep, because this guy's gonna fuck up so badly. I'm next. Some, I mean, at least she's got some political savvy. Yo, I would never put anything past her, man. Mm. No, no. Anyway, Sheila Cops, motherfucking racist. I feel like I have something else to say about Sheila Cops and the plantation that that is the Liberal Party. The Liberal Party is a plantation. Okay. <laughs> That's it? Um, I, I, I just want to like, get it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Sheila Cops, misogynist of the week. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it. Get social with us. We're on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy. On Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod. Facebook slash Bad and Bitchy Podcast. And email us. Bad and be pot at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. Bye.